0: It's about you, your health, your family, and your community. This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And good morning. Welcome to another edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Inspiration. What inspires you? This morning, we talk to people who inspire. People who have found the strength to triumph over adversity and those who have made it their life mission to inspire others. For more information on the show, connect with us on social media, Facebook at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear, like, follow, and share there, Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear On Air. We're also available anywhere you get your podcast. Simply find and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. We begin our People That Inspire edition of Sunday Morning Magazine with Allison Delgado. She is the author of the book, My Race for Life, Finding New Strength After Tragedy. It's our pleasure to welcome Allison Delgado to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Allison. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. So I understand that you went to Coleraine High School here in Cincinnati. You were the class valedictorian. You led the cross-country team to four championships what do you remember about those years, and what are some fundamentals that you learned during those high school years that still stick with you today?
1: I mean, that was such a great time mm-hmm. with the, all the girls I trained with and my coach, Ron Russo. Um, our, my freshman team from 97 was just inducted into Roses Hall of Fame um, just last month as well. Um, I don't know. Just looking back at that time, it's all – just learn about hard work and dedication and setting goals and being able to look, look into future for what you want to, you know, as a long distance runner, you know, as you're trained for a marathon, you got to train for months for that. You're not going to get the reward right away. <laughs> so you got to be able to um, set your mind out to do something, know that each day you train, you're, we're working towards that ultimate goal and part of that team, just learn about teamwork too and, and working together and for a joint goal that we can all accomplish.
0: Okay, so let's back up a little bit. Let's talk about how you got started running. How did that start for you?
1: So I mean I was always I was always an athlete growing up. I ran, played soccer or basketball and um it's kinda of funny story for me. You'd always had like track and field day in elementary school and I, I won the distance run in fourth and fifth grade in elementary school and when mm-hmm. I hit middle school and I was looking up for the sports I can try out for and do I I read about cross country and asked my parents, like, what's cross country? And my dad, <laughs> I'm, I'm the only runner and the, my, I'm the only runner of my dad's like, oh, that's when you run through grass and fields for like a long distance, like, oh, well, I can do that. <laughs> so, so I signed up for the team in middle school and um, we had a really good team in middle school as well. Basically all the same girls I ran with in high school as well. And we um, became city champs in middle school. So having that success early on kind of just helped keep my drive alive. <laughs> to continue to to continue to get better at it All and right. to, um, achieve b- bigger things. So.
0: Right. Now, you are a physician, is that right? Yes, that's right. <laughs> and what type of medicine do you practice? I'm a pediatrician. Now, at the age of 22, your first time out, you placed first in the women's division for the Flying Pig. What was that like, yes. and how did you feel? Did you always feel like you could win at that point, and how did you even approach that marathon, that race?
1: Yeah, so I um, I was able to graduate college in three years, and I had a year off between completing my undergraduate degree and going on to medical school in the fall of 2005. During that time, I actually helped as an assistant coach at Corian High School as well. And I, the year before, in 2004, the woman who'd won the race, I, I was familiar with her name. And I thought to myself, oh, well, if she can win that race, maybe I can. And I basically set out my plan of how many miles I was going to run each week <laughs> and um, what I was going to do to prep myself for it. And I mean, looking back, I really, I had no clue what I was doing. I just thought the more mileage I can run, the better. Uh, but that was my, that was my ultimate goal to um, win. And while I was out there that day, you know, on that starting line that morning, I just told myself, okay, Alison, you, you've done all the training. This is it. And let's go out and have fun. And um, I actually took the lead like halfway through the race and I thought to myself, Oh my gosh, this is, this is actually happening. this is actually happening. I still had th- half a marathon left to go. Um, but then all the excitement was more around because everybody cheering you on as you're coming in the first place, um, woman coming through. And, and it was great being able to cross that finish line, put my hands up in the air and recognize like, wow, I, I set that goal for myself and I, I accomplished it. I put in the hard work and that was my day. And I'll always, um, look back at that as an awesome accomplishment for myself.
0: And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. For more information on our guests, more information on the show, you can reach out to us on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. Or you can listen to the show anytime you like. Head to your favorite podcast anywhere you get your podcast, and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. On the phone with me now is Allison Delgado. She is the author of the book, My Race for Life, Finding new strength after tragedy. Now, let's talk about that part. Now, you were this cross-country star. You won the Flying Pig Marathon. But in 2010, your life changed. What happened, Allison?
1: So by that point, I had finished medical school in 2009. Um, and this is the fall of 2010. So I was actually a second-year um, pediatric resident at Cincinnati Children. So I was in my training to become a board-certified pediatrician. And I was having my first day off in a couple weeks, and I was um, going on a ride through Cincinnati and was riding through Anderson Township, and at the bottom, towards the bottom of a hill, a a car made a left turn and and hit me, and I was immediately unconscious. I don't remember the accident at all. Um, Thankfully, EMS was only about a quarter mile away and got to me very quickly, and got me to Mercy Anderson Hospital, which is just two miles away. There, they called for a University Hospital to send out their flight team to transfer me back to their main hospital. Um, the person on the flight team that day was actually my spouse, who didn't realize I was the patient until they got there. Wow. So they had to call out a second helicopter um, to bring me back to the U. And there they found I had a very bad bleed around my brain. They told me there was probably one of the worst bleeds they had seen. I had a broken clavicle, broken jaw, broken sternum, and a few um, broken vertebrae. And I really was not expected to make it through the night. I think they were kind of watching me hour by hour, shift by shift, amazed that I was still there. <laughs> um I ended up being in the coma for about five days, and during that time, they found that the accident had also caused a dissection of my carotid artery and an aneurysm in, in my artery as well, which they treated during that time. They um, put a stent in to treat the, the dissection and coiled the aneurysm, hoping that would treat it. <laughs>
0: Now, Allison, in addition to the injuries you spoke about, you also had a speech deficit and memory issues after the accident as well.
1: Yeah, so I was in, I was at the university for about, about two, two and a half weeks initially, and um, when I was stable enough to be transferred out for inpatient rehab, they sent me a Drake, and um, during their evaluation, they found I had kind of weakness on the right side of my body and a very bad speech deficit. Um, I couldn't really follow complex demands um, or complex instructions. They pointed to my mom and said, who's that? I could say mom. I couldn't think of her name. Um, Couldn't think of the words of, uh, just couldn't think of the right things to say. (laughs) I had something called an expressive aphasia. Um, So while I was at Drake for two weeks there, I did a lot of occupational therapy, speech therapy, physical therapy to help me try to get my speech and strength back. Um, at least closer to where it previously.
0: <laughs> and again, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. All Morning Long, we're talking to those that inspire. On the phone with me now is Allison Delgado. She is the author of the book, My Race for Life, Finding New Strength After Tragedy. Now, Allison, not only did you recover after the injury, you were able to complete your medical training as well.
1: Yes, yeah, so... Um yeah to to go back to the story a little bit more. So after I actually left Drake, I um went home. I was home for about three days, and that aneurysm that was treated as the first oscillation ruptured <laughs> ruptured. Mm-hmm. So I went back to university and was there for another three weeks. and I pretty much lost everything I had <laughs> gained at Drake and had mm-hmm. to have a surgery to open my head and clip that aneurysm. So, yes, by the time I finally got home for good, like mid-December, I'd lost about twenty pounds, and my speech was, kind of like that as a toddler. Um, But at that point when I got home, I I kind of told myself, you know, I could have died the second that car hit me (laughs) or any time during the accident or when the aneurysm ruptured again, but I'm here (laughs) and I'm going to go back to work. I'm going to get my life back. And I was kind of on a mission from that point um, to get back to my residency program again. I was able to do that within six months.
0: So you are a runner. You're a marathoner. How long did it take after the accident for you to be able to get back up and to be able to run again?
1: Yeah, so I was – I would go to the gym and do some, like, lighter kind of exercises and more, like, balance exercises. I I was finally given the okay to run again um, to get back into actually running out on the road again, too. So it had been about – five months, uh, or about, about six months before I was finally like, given the okay to, to run again. Yeah.
0: So from what I understand, Allison, just two short years after the accident, the accident that almost claimed your life, you are out running another flying pig marathon. Tell us about the journey to get back to running. You talked a little bit about running again, but what was that journey like to go from that devastating injury that almost claimed your life to actually being out and running again in the Flying Pig Marathon two years later.
1: I would say when I got when I got back to my residency, this was like spring of 2011. Uh, even then, I wasn't I wasn't perfect. My speech wasn't totally up to par. But um, since I Children's was so amazing to work with me and give me every opportunity to um, get into easier rotations initially, so I can you know just get back into routine of things. Um, And just continue to gain confidence in myself over those months. And I, again, started training for the 2012 marathon in, like, December of 2011. So at at that point, um, I was finished back in my residency and just trying to -to day-to-day just making sure I was doing what I was expected to be doing. (laughs) I I think my biggest thing was I wanted to prove that I was worthy of (laughs) getting back into my residency and being able to follow my dream of becoming a pediatrician. I wanted to know that I was performing up to par. So I think day by day, that was my biggest concern, my residency. Um, As far as the running goes, that was kind of my, I was on a different mission in 2012 than I was in 2005. You know, in 2005, I was really kind of out to prove something to myself in 2012. I was running that race kind of as a thank you to everyone who had, Helped me and worked with me through the hospital, through my rehab, and for my um, colleagues at both hospitals, at University and at Cincinnati Children's, run that race again was kind of my thank you, like, I'm back because of you, and this race is kind of a thank you for all of that. So I was on a mission to perform well at that race for for all of them and not just for myself.
0: And again, this morning, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. More information on the show can always be found on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. Facebook at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Like, follow and share there. This morning, we're speaking to Allison Delgado. This morning, we're speaking to those that inspire. And she's here this morning to share her inspiring story. The title of the book is My Race for Life. Finding New Strength After Tragedy. Now, let's talk about the book. Um, let's talk about why you wrote the book, because I know it's a remarkable story, so I know it makes for good reading, but why was it important for you to write about your, your situation, to write this you book?
1: You know, I, um, I we had thought about it for a long time, uh, just knowing, you know, I had a story to tell that would hopefully be able to... You know, inspire others who've been through some kind of accident or tragedy or life-changing event in their in their path. <laughs> and we had we thought about having another um, author writer, publish the book, and we put the idea out to some publishers, and it kind of got rejected. And, and finally, and it was the spring of 2018. It was I it was actually time I'd been invited back for the um, 20th anniversary of Slime Pig. I I told my story to a new colleague of mine, and again, every time I would tell my story, they say, "Oh my gosh, you got to write a book!" Amazing mm-hmm. story, and then yeah. finally, you know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to start writing because I, I kind of question my, I kind of question myself originally, just cause, because my biggest um, deficit was in my speech, and even though now no one can really tell a difference when I speak, I I know sometimes when I talk around subjects and I I question, oh, will I be able to really tell this book? The way it, write this book, the way it needs to be written. Um, but in the spring of 2018, it was actually when I was on my flight back to Cincinnati for the for the flying pick. I start I start writing, and um, yeah, I mean, I just knew that I could hopefully inspire others who've been through something similar, or whose family member has been through something similar, to show like, yes, you can overcome. You can always achieve more than what was expected of you. <laughs> if you put your mind to it and, and have a good support system around you too. Um, like, yes, I'm a very determined individual, but I had such a strong support system around me the entire time. And, um, for me, like no one ever, no one ever told me I couldn't (laughs) was, I think a big part of it. I had a big um, team around me, um, helping me get to where I needed to be. So,
0: Okay. Yeah. Now, now you talk about the amount of pressure. You put a lot of pressure on yourself. You talk about that to succeed, and you suffered through anxiety. Let's talk about those two components, if you will.
1: Yeah. I mean, early on, um, yeah, like running and core in high school, it's, it's a lot of pressure being on a high performing team. Like, we were ranked nationally, and I put a lot of pressure on myself to be the best that I could be. So many times, I put my pressure so high, but if things weren't going right, I would. Kind of shut down. I, I ran a lot of good races in high school and a lot of bad ones too, just because I put the pressure mm. so hard on myself. And the same with my academic with my academics as well. Looking back, for me, it was kind of like if I if I'm not a good student, a good runner, then 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 what am I? You know that that was kind of my in the back of my mind. Like, what am I if I'm not these things? If I don't have those, then yeah, what do, what what do I have to offer? And after, I mean, after my accident, um, that just kind of just changed my whole perspective on things. You know, it's what what, what I was even worried about before. You know, I'm so lucky just to be here, <laughs> to be able to walk, be able to talk and, be, and recognize that, yeah, I have so many p- loving people around me who – Along the way, they didn't care if I ran, if I won the flying pig or any of that. They were so excited when I did. But at the end of the day, they were my friends. They're my family. And I'm I'm loved regardless of all that. So, I mean, since then, I've ran many better races <laughs> than prior to injury just because I don't put the pressure on myself. I'm just out there having fun and enjoying myself. Um, and the same with going to work every day as well. You know, I'm so grateful. Yes, I have... Rough days in the office like anybody else does. But at the end of the day, I'm just grateful to be doing what I'm doing. And I try to put my best um, foot forward every day.
0: All right. Very well said. And again, in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. On the phone with me this morning is Allison Delgado. The title of the book is My Race for Life. Now, outside of the Flying Pig Marathon, since the accident, you have actually run the Boston Marathon and the New York City Marathon. Tell me about those. What were those two marathons like?
1: Um, they're they're incredible races. They're really incredible races. Just, um, I would say the flying pig is amazing too. I'm never gonna put down the flying pig, but um, mm-hmm. there are definitely races to uh, set a goal to um, run those if you're a runner, just because the whole in- environment and the whole excitement around the whole town mm-hmm. <laughs> is is pretty um, cool to take in. So, yeah, I've ran Boston twice and I have ran New York City Marathon once. Um, so, yeah, they're they're great races.
0: Okay. So let me ask you this now, um Allison, why do you believe you survived? Why are you still here after the accident, everything that you've been through, you talked about the second aneurysm. Why do you believe you're still here?
1: Yeah, you know, I feel like I you know, I have a lot of people around me and I need to be here for them. Maybe so my son could be here too. Mm-hmm. You know, um I think back, you know, I You think of the movie, it's it's a wonderful life, (laughs) you know, like, um, yeah, it's hard to know how things would be different. If some, if I had, if I had died during that, um, how my family and my friends would have gone through that. And I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm here to help inspire others. Um, hopefully as a pediatrician, I've helped some other families that might, might have gotten the same care if I wasn't there, you know, it's hard to know, but, um, I just, take it to know like i'm yeah i'm here i'm still here for a reason
0: all right and with that we're out of time this morning if our listeners would like to find out more about you allison and more about the book which the title of the book allison is
1: my race for life finding new strength after tragedy and the book can be found on my website myraceforlife.com or also on cincy books or on amazon
0: all right well thank you so much for taking time to talk to us and sharing your story Yes, thank you for the opportunity. We've been speaking to Allison Delgado. Again, all morning long, we're talking to people who inspire. Remember, you can always connect with us on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. Like, follow and share on Facebook at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear.